0: Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple, with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket, thanks to Titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk, and Gold sponsor, Podium.
1: Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. Hello, I'm producer Mel. We hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Someone wrote us a message or a review the other day that they'd listened to nine in a row. What's the most podcasts or shows, Rach, you've ever watched in a row when you've gotten really into something? Oh,
2: if I get into something like on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, do you get obsessed? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Go to like a lockdown for <laughs> dinner yeah, the, yeah really. um, the Drive to Survive, the Formula One. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I watched all the the available seasons at the time of that in a weekend. Wow. So how many available seasons were there? I'm sure. I think there was three.
1: Okay, cool. Two. Well, yeah. well, I'm sure everyone out there would love Drive to Survive. What did you like so much
2: about it? It's oh, a good I, Netflix recommendation, Rach. Well done. Yeah, I know. Um, And I've spoken about it in uh, a couple of the daily lives that we've done. Because I wasn't a Formula One fan okay. up and up until that point and I, I can't say I've actually watched a, a race yet. <laughs> However, I was <laughs> fascinated by the business of Formula oh, One. So okay we know I'm a bit of a business nerd you're a business boffin for sure yeah and uh, I was just fascinated in what makes the teams work yeah. the culture that's in the different teams the personalities of the team bosses yes yeah sponsorship so, dollars yeah all that, all stuff. that stuff yeah, yeah. and uh, and I also remember when uh, I had the flu a couple of years ago I stumbled across Outlander and uh, I had the flu for five days Ew. and I I I watched three seasons of Outlander. What is it? Oh, my goodness, Mel. Go and look it up. (laughs) Okay, I will. You'll be a Jamie convert before you know it. I'm so
1: uneducated because I do work all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up next, Workshop Whispers with Rachel Evans.
0: Learn tips and strategies from the comfort of your lounge room to make your auto repair shop hum in Workshop Whispers.
1: Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a Workshop Whispers episode. If someone wants to get in touch
2: with us, Rach, and send us their question, how do they do so? They just send us an email uh, with the subject line, Workshop Whispers, to admin at workshopwhisperer.com. 100%. And if you want
1: to ask someone a question now and you don't want to wait, go to Facebook, uh, type Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop. You can join the closed Facebook group. You can get advice from Rachel and Dean in there. And you can also ask for advice from other workshop owners. Wayne is in Belgrave in Victoria and he asks, how do I deal with negative customer reviews online? We have fake profiles leaving us one-star reviews and customers leaving reviews about something we've mishandled on their vehicle
2: or how expensive we are. Ooh, that's a hard one. Mm. Well, there's three different things going on there. There's the fake accounts uh, leaving reviews. And the way to best deal with that is to simply go on, say, we can find no record of you actually having attended uh, our shop. Uh, If you'd like to give us a call to discuss your issue, we are more than happy to investigate further and leave it at that. Yeah, right. Okay. Don't get too obsessed no, with
1: it. No. Because okay, it does bring down the overall rating, it, right? It does. I, I know of business owners who have found who did the review and then
2: rung the person and got them to take it down. Yeah. And I yeah. think if you resolve a complaint in that way, it is fair enough that you ask yep. the uh, person who left the review to change their review. Okay. Uh, that is, yep. Yeah, I've, I've seen that happen a number of times and yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs>
0: Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen.
2: If you are being trolled, essentially, um, and have multiple one star reviews from people that you know are just, you know, people that have never been to your shop, probably a competitor. Potentially, but someone may have an experience with you that they don't like and then they enlist or recruit people to leave the bad reviews. But you can uh, submit to Google that you think it's a a fake review or false review. But there's also companies now where if you pay them a fee, they'll do the work to restore your rating. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Um, I can't speak to the overall success of how they go. But but it is a thing these days. You can can hope. What do you do, just do Google it? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's if you're on the, you know, the, the fake review side. But if you are having genuine customers having issues and leaving poor reviews, then that's a, uh, a highlight for you that there's misunderstanding or... Or there is in fact uh, a gap in your process uh, that you weren't aware of that led to that customer becoming unsatisfied. So approach it from a learning perspective of okay, something's not right here, and go down the path of um, of inquiry with the customer. So get in contact with them straight away, and you know seek to understand before you start hurling defensive comments back at them. Yes, and see what you can work out. It may be you know, something simple that was left out or was assumed, whatever, and you may be able to solve it quite quickly. Uh, however, if it is a genuine customer and their grievance you think is completely unwarranted, well, then again, you need to think about the most appropriate professional response. If you've tried all means to rectify the situation, remedy the situation and the the customer's not having any of it, then you simply say that in your response to them on Google and uh, say that, you know, you've offered this, this and this, which you won't accept. Please feel free to contact us again should you uh, change your mind. And what other readers of reviews are looking for Is not necessarily what the customer said. They're looking for how you handled it because that's a a first glance at how professional you are. Okay. All right. It's a tough
1: one these days. There's so much more to think about in business than there was in the old days. Oh, yeah.
0: Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally.
1: Liz from Hilston in New South Wales asks, I have an employee who is passionate about his job. He wants to buy into the business. I can see the pros and cons to it. How should I approach
2: this, Rach? Well, that's great that you've got somebody that is so passionate. Uh, what we need to weigh up here is the the passion that he has uh, versus uh, business now, what's involved in him coming up to speed uh, as a business owner? Uh, So that's one side of it. The other side is the legal side, of course. And uh, you would definitely speak to both your accountant and your solicitor before you had any serious discussions with the potential partner because you need to know what a partnership is worth, what it looks like, uh, how much are they buying in for, where is that person going to get the finance, is it something they have access to. You could get all the way down the garden path and decide something with someone and then they can't afford Uh, to buy in so you've wasted your time true so you may as well uh, find out what your business is worth what a partnership would look like what the rules around that would be and also you need to factor in what it looks like to get divorced in business at the start (laughs) the most important thing
1: because I have had businesses in the past with people that haven't worked out and the thing of not knowing how to get out is a real problem yeah yeah
2: Yeah, so you've got to, um, you know, if you do proceed with your discussions about it after you've spoken with the accountant, that's where the solicitor comes in because you need a really watertight contract and everybody understands their roles, responsibilities, obligations, financial commitments. But also, if you want the partnership dissolved... What does that look like? Yeah, if either one of the parties wants it dissolved. That's basically. it. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. cool. So no handshake agreements. That is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> okay. You can handshake after you, do, you write the contract. Yes, correct.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Go to uh, wherever you listen, please, and give us a five-star review and a nice little comment. Say, I learned so much from this podcast. It was great. We won't accept one-star reviews. In fact, Rachel can get them taken away <laughs> through these secret companies she knows Rachel about. cannot. <laughs> that will remove anything negative from our brand.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket, thanks to titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor Podium.